Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast, and I'm your host, John Alexander Reese. And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. And today we have with us our digital correspondent, Andrea Carter. How's it going, Andrea? Fine, John. How are you? I'm doing good. So, Andrea, what's the chocolate news of the week? Well, it is... It's only early part of the week and it's already juicy, John. I mean, the chocolate news of the week starting out, Joe, Senator Joe Manchin, he has disrupted the Biden agenda. He has disrupted the Democratic Party. He's just disrupted everybody. He can't even please people in his own backyard in West Virginia. He's so disrupted everybody. People are so mad at him. I hate to be him right now and anyone who stands next to him because you're afraid lightning's going to strike next to him. So, <laughs> but I would just say that basically what happened was Sunday, um, Manchin appeared on Fox News and said that he is um, not going to back the Biden's buy back better bill. He made so many claims about it, but um, he sort of caught everybody by surprise. And he is now, um, they're sort of in negotiations and um, they are uh, trying to get him back on board. But I think also they're trying to figure out a workaround so they can proceed and vote on this, though they need his vote. They need every vote they can get. But it's, there's such, so many good things in it that uh, people are surprised he's not supporting, especially the coal miners in West Virginia they wanted him to support it because there is a program in there that supports those coal miners who are suffering medically from health issues and it will continue that program. And they're furious because that program is gonna die at the end of the year and this will continue it. So he's not pleasing anybody right now. So I don't know what to tell you, but Manchin, I hate to be him in his hot seat. Well, he's he's um he's supporting the GOP right now. I know that much. Well, yeah, he, <laughs> he is it. supporting the GOP. He is the only Democrat left in West Virginia that's being reelected. But I don't think that's going to be too much longer because if he doesn't get his, you know, if he doesn't recognize what he's got at home, he's not going to have a job to support anybody. So I think as a man who's like, oh, I have the, all this power, I can decide but it's coming back to bite him now because he's pushed it too far. Yeah, definitely. I do not expect him to win re-election at the rate this is going, but uh, hopefully he might change his mind, maybe. What well, he did, he, he did tell folks if they went back, reworked the whole thing, he might think about voting for it. Um, and I think at that point, I think when people heard that, they said, look, we've been dealing with you for so long, Okay, plan B. And what's really disgusting is that a number of people told the administration, don't separate them. We know what's going to happen. Don't do it because it's going to come back to bite you. And guess what? They were right. It's coming back to bite them. Now they're trying to figure out a workaround. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do before they break for the holiday season. So, but we still got more to come. Um, we also have for the chocolate news is the um, Kim Potter trial. Yes. Um, they, um, the defense rested uh, last Friday. 
the jury heard closing arguments on Monday and they got the, they, they started deliberating Monday. They're now in the full deliberations right now. Everyone's on pins and needles to see what they're gonna decide. Obviously they're taking their time with this case because it is sticky. You, you have on the one hand, a police a former police officer say, I made a mistake. I can't believe this happened. I mistaked a taser for a gun. Then you have the prosecution who basically displayed, argued a case of, you cannot make a mistake like this. Police officers are trained not to make a mistake like this. They are trained to make sure that the taser's on the left, your gun's on the right, and if you, whatever dominant hand you are, it is the switch, but you know there's different colors. You know the difference between the two because they have different handles. So the case of mistaken uh, device is just not, at least with the prosecution, it's not wearing well with the jury, or at least it's not, I should say it's not, it is a, it's an argument that has, how do I put this? The prosecution's case is being upheld in, the, in, in their argument, but the defense case where they argued that she made a mistake and that actually in the closing argument, the defense said it was Dante Wright caused his own death because he was not cooperating with police at the scene. And the prosecution had to come back in closing arguments and clean that up what the defense said and basically said, the police officer cannot claim to be a victim of their own incident. So they, they, they took that out of the argument. So it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, Kim Potter crying on the stand is gonna affect the jury what everything else they heard. The girlfriend cried on the jury, cried on the stand. So the jury saw that. I mean, it's just interesting what they're going to be deliberating on and see what the outcome is going to be. So hopefully we'll hear something soon, probably before Christmas, because everybody wants to get home before Christmas. So I bet you they're going to have a decision. If not today, by tomorrow, they will have a decision. Yeah, definitely. You know what? This case kind of reminds me of the death of uh, Oscar Grant. Uh, and I believe the uh, officer who killed him, I think it was the same thing. I think he thought he was pulling a taser, but he accidentally shot Oscar Grant too. And I believe they charged him with involuntary manslaughter, but of course he didn't, you know, I think he only went to jail for like a year or so. She could, that. Kim Potter could face up to 25 years compared to what, what happened to the police officer of Oscar Grant. We just don't know. We don't know what the effect of a woman's tears will have on the jury. We don't know what the how many will side with the arguments. We just don't know. Um, the longer it goes, some people say, you know, uh, it, they could come back as a hung jury. Um, the longer it goes, it just be that they're trying to go through methodically and, you know, look at each aspect of the case and weigh it for what it is. And it comes down to, you know, you have a split second to decide to use your gun, take off the holder and, you know, take off the safety and pull your gun for, for you know, to, to use it. And, um, you know, to break down that split second decision is difficult, even though she did have a deep emotional reaction after it happened when, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. And she was on the ground crying because she shot this guy. At the same time, training dictates that the reaction should have been something different. Now, there yeah. always can be a fluke and you yeah. have to give that little percentage of a fluke, but at the same time, you're a 25-year police officer, you've been trained in this, 
you don't have much leeway when you claim I made a mistake. Yeah, you really don't. I mean, I know that may be unfair for some people because, you know, human error, you know, that's the thing. But I'm just saying, it's like when you're a police officer and you have a gun, a weapon that's just solely designed to take a life, you can't be given that little human error leeway. You know, that's that's a big consequence of being an officer. If you mess up, then it's a big, it's a big mistake. It, right. it can, it's, it's like it can literally cost someone their life. Right. I mean, it's like that woman who um, is, is totally different situation. But again, remember the police officer, the female police officer who shot her neighbor and claimed it was she went to the wrong apartment. Yes, yes, yes. And, she, you know, again, victim here. My thing is you could only use it as a mistake for so long before people start seeing the truth. Exactly. And yes, there is human error. Yes, it can occur. But at the same time, at some point, you have to stop and say, I made a mistake. I mean, if she owned up to it and just said, look, I made a mistake. I am so sorry. You know, blah, 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 blah. Instead, she admitted, oh, my God, I can't believe I did this. I made a mistake. And then next day she resigned. Yeah. Not because she was remorseful. She resigned to save her pension because she 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 wanted to save her retirement. Because they said if she was convicted while still on the force, she loses everything. Mm. Okay, I did not know that. Oh yeah, that that was that came out early on in the case, and her the guy who was in her boss, her supervisor, also resigned, and he put in his retirement papers again. He didn't want to lose the retirement. Mm. I mean, they've been there over twenty years. That's a lot of money for retirement. You yeah. don't want to lose that. Right. So. You know, I'm not surprised. I'm not adamant at that action. But at the same time, I think it could have been done in a different way. Yes, I made a mistake. Oh my God, I know what's coming. You know what? Here's my piece. I resign. I'm so sorry. And it could have been handled better. It definitely could have been handled better. I mean, you look at law enforcement in other countries and they don't have this problem. It's like, I'm just saying, it's like, I don't know. This is, it just seems like law enforcement can learn a lot from other countries and how well, they deal with situations compared to how we deal with situations. I, I think that Cincinnati is very lucky. We are not, we're not experiencing these issues because we got the collaborative agreement, had the police department look at themselves and do cha- make a change. And because of that, we're not seeing these issues as much in our area. Outside of Cincinnati, we're seeing these things a little bit. But in Cincinnati, we're not seeing it because we've had 20 years of a police department training their officers to do things differently. Though there's been a little loosening of things over time, but overall, we're seeing some things like the incident with the UC police officer right. occurred because they weren't part of the collaborative agreement, but they have adopted the changes of the collaborative so it doesn't happen again. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's just a matter of you don't have these issues here because we had our police department change, but again, they need to change a little bit more as well. Because I mean, you, you, every entity has to grow and have to continue to that growth 
and be better police officers and have a better relationship with the community. And that could be had if you recognize the reason why you need to grow and accept that because the world around you is changing and you need to change along with the world. Unfortunately, the rest of the country has not caught up to even where our police department is right now. And that is slowly being forced on everybody else. And I think that's the result of seeing all of these cases now of happening. And it's not, we're not saying police are bad. I love police officers. I work with police officers. They got a hard job. They make hard decisions. Yeah, they do. And I, I, I don't know if I could be trained to be a police officer and be able to think that quickly on my feet that will affect a life. Um, it takes a special person to be that. But at the same time, I think police officers today have to recognize the biases they have within them and what they live environmentally with. And they have to recognize humanity for that person and not their skin color. And I think very slowly that truth is being honed day in and day out. Some people are getting it, some people are not. And I think, you know, you either get them in the wallet or you get them in the justice department. So, and I think it's gonna be a hard lesson for everyone to learn, but you know, folks are tired. And you know, you either, you have to treat people the way you want to be treated. And, you know, we'll just see what we see. Um, at the end of the day. Now, another news story is about the uh, Omicron variant, unfortunately. So tell us a little bit more about that, Andrea. Yeah, it, it, um, the, the Omicron variant is spreading very rapidly around the world. Unfortunately, it's overtaking the Delta variant. President Biden made announcements today of changes that are currently urging people to get vaccinated, urging people to, to um, use precautions, keep up with a hand sanitizer, wear your mask, get tested. This variant is, is a little bit more, um, it's a little bit more contagious than Delta and then the original coronavirus, which, you know, happens. I mean, it's like the flu. The flu, you know, the flu has many different strains. And depending upon what strain it is, it, 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 it is contagious as well, but we get a flu shot. I think we'll be dealing with the coronavirus for a while um, and with different variations of. And unfortunately, Omicron is a little bit more contagious. It's penetrating through the immunity walls that we've built up a little bit more. Some people, the only difference though is if you get vaccinated, you will have symptoms that you'll be able to deal with versus dying right and that 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 and that is the the difference between the two extremes Go ahead. Uh, and also if you haven't gotten your booster now would be a really good time to get it because the booster should protect you more than you know the previous two doses that you got against the omicron uh variant yes so that's important i know a lot of people don't understand um, these viruses, all these different medical conditions that we can have and we share and pass along, you know, they say, well, you know, get vaccinated and this will, and, and if you notice the Delta variant was going downhill and everything was sloping off. It was going downhill, even though there were still were cases, it was not, it was getting to a point 
of where we, you know, we're, we're, we're able to function, we're able to live, get out. Things were starting to open up again. Omicron um, is affecting people who are not vaccinated. They're the main ones filling up hospitals with this more potent version of the virus. People who also are vaccinated are also getting it. We're seeing breakthrough cases, but again, it's mild. People are testing positive. They're saying, but we only have mild symptoms. We're quarantining and then they're moving on. So it's going to happen. And this is something that we're going to live with for a while. I know people are tired of it, but I think the difference between March 2020, when we all went to quarantine and we're all in our homes and not being able to go out and about as much to now, now we're vaccinated. Now we're used to the mandates. Now we're living with hand sanitizer. Now we understand more and we can test faster and know more than ever before. We're in a better place than we were a year and a half ago. But I think people need to recognize that we still have to continue to work through this until we can get to the spot of where it's just a shot every year. You know, think about it. I'm almost comparing it to eventually we'll get it to where, you know, people are contemplating when you're older getting the shingles shot if you had chickenpox early on and that virus can turn into shingles later on. I'm not saying it's the same way, but I'm just saying we're going to see a continuation. But we have to live with that continuation. And I know it's irritating right now, but guess what? Be irritated now and live longer than than not be irritated now and die. Because I know I have a colleague who just buried her brother um, on last Saturday. He chose not to get the shot and died of COVID. I had another colleague, her mentor just died. Again, chose not to get vaccinated and didn't believe, didn't believe in the shot. She died of COVID and she was in the hospital on a ventilator. So, you know, it's, it's, it's serious matter. I think too many people have bought into the argument of they're telling me what to do. I don't want to do this. How dare you tell me what to do with my body? Freedom. Yeah. Freedom. Well, you know, gee, that sounds like Roe v. Wade. Oh my God. Yes. You know, it's it's another issue. But unfortunately, Roe v. Wade affects a certain medical procedure that affects our population. Mm -hmm. COVID is affecting our population in a more deadly way that we need to take take a stance on this and take it seriously for what it is. It is a deadly virus. You know, I remember when I got my shot and um, people are like poo-pooing, oh no, I'm not going to get it. Oh no. One woman told me in a parking lot when I was handing out masks, she said, I got God. I don't need it. Well, that is your belief, but yeah. I put it like this. God gave someone the talent to break down a virus, to figure out how to protect ourselves, protect people against it and create a vaccine. Yeah. That's God. Yeah. Because I know God can do a lot of things. God is present in in all of our lives. He's present in my life. But at the same time, sometimes God needs a little help, you know, to get a few things done. He needs his angels to help him to protect the world. And I think the doctors who are working to fight this virus are right now his angels of need to help protect the world. And, you know, 
the the brilliance of God is that we have free will. Yeah. We can decide to believe this or we can decide not to. Like we decide to have faith and believe in him or not. And I know a lot of people are going to come down on me because I'm equating this to God. But at the same time, I believe we're all been given God-given talents and to use them for good, whatever that talent is. Doctors are talented to help protect the world. We need to believe them. Some people will fuss at me, but you know what? Fuss away. But um, I just, I would just say that Biden, he is going to be releasing a number of COVID tests to millions of people. He's urging everyone to get vaccinated. I know his mandate that requiring all private corporations to be back, have their employees vaccinated by a certain date has been upheld by the appeals court. I know some people are trying to fight it. I know the military has required everyone the active duty on active duty to be vaccinated and they're starting to release troops who are not who are refusing that direct order of not to be vaccinated. There are consequences to our to your actions, whatever they may be. Personally, I have an aging parent. I have family friends who are aging. I'm going to I need to be around them. I need to protect them. So I'm going to protect me. That's how I look at it because I want to be around my family. Exactly. So, and, and, you know, some people will poo-poo. And yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, but you know what? At the end of the day, we have to do what's best for who's in our network, who is our family, who is our friends. And I think too much politics have gotten in the way of health. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. I, I, and I'm just, at the end of the day, I'm just kind of like, I got the booster. I got the shots. I'm, I'm going to enjoy my family, you know, for Christmas. Yes, we're going to take precautions. We're going to be socially distant. We're going to, you know, protect. But at the same time, it's free will. Exactly. And I, I hope people do the right thing and do what's best for them and do what's best for the world. And um, that's all I got to say about Omicron. But um, no. I just hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas, a happy Kwanzaa and a happy new year. And I think that's the best way to say that. Definitely. I agree with you. But uh, on a lighter note, and speaking of Christmas and Kwanzaa and everything, what are some holiday plans that um, that you're going to do? Any Christmas plans or anything? Um, well, I'm going to be spending it with my father, my sister, and our immediate family in Florida. So I will be in warm weather. Yeah. But anyway, oh, so lucky. <laughs> I know a lot of people are gonna hate me right now because I'm in I'm 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 in Florida. Um, but we, my mother who passed a year ago, instilled the love of Christmas in both in myself and my sister. My sister, she has her Christmas stockings up. She has her tree up. We're planning the menu. We're gonna be cooking Christmas dinner. We've already gotten started. So we're going to have everyone gathered around. We're giving, actually, we're doing one thing different this year. We're opening our gifts on Christmas Eve. That is a new thing mm. that we're doing. So okay. I'm like, oh, that's different. That's new. So because of time passing and things like that, we are doing things a little differently, making new traditions, keeping some old traditions. And, um, but we're going to be cooking. Um, I learned how to cook on Christmas dinners with my mother. I was her sous chef and she taught me how 
to cook a turkey and chop the celery and the onion. And she always was literally watching me chop because I held my knife funny and she was afraid I was gonna chop off my fingers. Um, <laughs> but I learned how to make croissants and the dinner rolls and her favorite orange sherbet salad and things like that. So, you know, for us, it's about feeding the family and feeding the soul, but also feeding the spirit of Christmas. I gotta get my Christmas cards out. So family and friends will either be receiving a baby Yoda a, a, a Santa on roller skates or a heavenly angel wishing you all a Merry Christmas. I don't know which one everyone's going to get yet because I, I couldn't make up my mind so I got all three. So, but that's what I'm doing, John. What are you doing? Uh, Well, we're doing, my family is doing something a little unconventional, but we've been doing it for the past couple of years and it's been working. Uh, We actually go out to eat. We actually eat at a Chinese restaurant Every year we've been doing that ever since uh, maybe 2000, either 16 or 17. I can't remember. But yeah, and uh, all of my cousins, we get together and it's good because it's hard for my cousins and I to uh, get together all in one place. I got about eight first cousins. So it's always a treat when I'm able to see all of them and everything. And then we usually, uh, you know, go over to um, the house and have some uh, Christmas cake and ice cream and everything. So that's been a nice little tradition we've been doing for a while. Oh, that's nice. I like that. I mean, there are um, there are a lot of families who are choosing not to cook mm. and or have someone else cater the meal and things like that. Because, um, and I know there are a lot of families who do the, go to a movie and do Chinese food. Yeah, we actually went to a movie a couple of times. I think last year we saw Wonder Woman 1984. It was great because we rented a private screening to see it. So that was pretty nice. Oh, that's nice. Well, I mean, the one thing, Matrix Revolution is coming out. So, you know, I'm looking forward to see the update on the Matrix trilogy, you know, just to see what's going to happen next. And I know we're probably going to go to the movies to see that. And I know with Omicron and everything else going on, we're going to try not to let the dampen our spirit. Right. And, um, and I think that's the most important thing. Just enjoy family exactly. and enjoy the old and the new traditions or, or you know, just, just but in, be able to have a good time, enjoy and, you know, sit back even try out a new cocktail or two, you know, you just don't know what you're going to do. So, you know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. Well, that's it for today. I want to thank Andrea for discussing all of these very important news stories. Thank you so much, Andrea, for being on the show. It was greatly appreciated. Thank you. It's been a pleasure being here, John. I hope everyone has, like Andrea said, I hope everyone has a very safe Christmas a very safe holiday and just uh, just enjoy yourselves. So anyway, you can find more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thecincinnatiherald.com, the SESH newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And also make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, YouTube, and TuneIn Radio. I'm John Alexander Reese. Have a good day and have a good holiday.